Welcome to the China Jedi Podcast. Shining humor, love, and life on Chinese life. For those living, working, or traveling in China, or interested in learning about Chinese culture, expat life, and foreigners' perceptions. May the smile be with you. My eyes are clear, clear than the mist in the cloudy morning. China Jedi legal disclaimer. Please listen carefully. What you hear on this pod may or not be the truth, may or not be funny, rude, or damn right stupid. If statements are made by certain individuals from the human race that go against your preconceptions, conceptions, false conceptions, and selections, faith, tastes, or personal philosophies, please take it with a light-hearted sigh and slight shrug of the shoulder. Hold your head up high, knowing that you are a better person than they are, and that one day the force will strike down on them with great vengeance of furious laughter and unconditional frivolous forgiveness. you got it all wrong. The things that I've been saying, you've been listening to the wrong side. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the China Jedi podcast episode three. We're recording live, as always, from Huafa 68, sitting across the beautiful Pagoda Lake on a Sunday morning. Yes, it's really true. Situated in the heart of Zhuhai City, mainland China, nestled between Hong Kong and Macau. So I'm your host, as always, Chris J. Bradshaw, and of course my co-host today is Anthony Benton. And Anthony, I have to say, uh, number three is a special number. Absolutely, yeah. As so Della Soul always taught us. They did, and today we have a special, special guest. We've gone from an old grandma of the older generation to a younger part of the generation, none other than. Please introduce yourself. Zach. Zach. And what's your surname, Zach? Bradshaw. Bradshaw. So, who am I to you? Chris. Yeah. yeah who, but is, who is he? My teddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very nice to have you on, my gorgeous son. So today you are our special guest. And now, can you tell the listeners quickly whereabouts you're from? China. You're from China. Mm. Absolutely, because you were born in China, weren't you? But where are you from around the world? Where's your daddy from? England. And your mummy? Japan. Japan. So you're kind of Japanese, English, Chinese, all in one, yeah? Mm. So you're a, a, a Chinese, English, Japanese person. Mm. That's a real mix, isn't it? I think, uh, what was it said? Euro-Asian? Is that a possible tag we could put these days with these little children? On your son, Euro, is he... Euro Asian method. Oh, you're Asian. <laughs> no, you're Asian. Yeah, I know. You're Asian. No, I'm not. <laughs> so, um, Zachariah, what brought you to China? I was born here. I guess you were. Yeah, absolutely. That's your it. daddy brought you to China, didn't he? And uh, my mummy brought me. In his sack. With mummy's sack. <laughs> well, your sack. <laughs> from, sack to sack, from sack to sack, sack we to have Zach. <laughs> sack plus sack equals Zach. Okay, thank you, Anthony. Um, okay, <laughs> and how's your um, how's your week been, Zach? You had a good week. Yeah. And obviously, sad to see your grandma leave. Yeah. No, I'm happy. You're happy. Had a, yes. had, you had a good time with her, though, didn't you? But you mean you were happy that your grandma was here? Did you have a good time with grandma? Yes, but I meant when I said I'm not happy. I said I I'm happy to 
To get my bunk bed all back to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Grandma. Of course, Grandma had your bunk bed, didn't she? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's uh, well. If you're listening to this, Grandma, uh, thanks very much for giving back your grandson his bed. Mm, okay, very good. So, Anthony, you've had a good week. Yeah, good week. Any major highlights or? Yeah, a few new opportunities, you know, always looking after the disaster that's happened, you know, looking for new uh, routes, but there's some new opportunities that could be possibly opening up, but, you know, I don't like to uh, don't jinx like... them, so I won't discuss them too much before. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. It's been well, a good week. With all our millions of listeners, you don't want to hatch the egg too far. So listeners, exactly. we won't talk about Anthony's... Don't count ch- chickens. Well, we won't we won't talk about Anthony's new venture into kebab vans in the evening <laughs> and ice cream selling in the daytime. Very good then. Okay, well, you know, this kind of time it's for the um, Sunday morning question of the week. Sunday morning. So the question of the week for Sunday morning for you both to answer. Are you ready for it? Here we go. This is it. If you could play any computer game now, what would it be? If you could play any computer game now, what would it be? Zach, let's ask that first. Yeah. Clash of Royal. Clash of Royal. What's that about? Clash Clash Royale. Is that right? Clash Royale or Clash of Royals? No, Clash of Kings, isn't it? Oh, Clash of Kings. Or Clash of Clans, you mean? Yeah, Clash of Clans. Clash of Clans, oh yeah. Tell us about Clash of Clans. What's that about? So every time we have to we have to uh, troop shoot out our troops to to the other enemy, and when we shoot it out our troops, that is the enemy's turn. So if we destroy, if one of our troops destroy, look, and there's a power scene that you can see about that has this much power. For okay. the kings, and this much archer has this much. So the troops are like we have giant, rich, and skeleton army, mini paker. Oh, so you do mean you mean Clash Royale then? That's Clash Royale, yes. not Clash of Clans. That's a bit different. Anthony, maybe the kids have got like different names for this stuff. No, no, I don't. I know I the got, game he's I talking got, about. I got a lots of. My cards now that I got. Oh yeah, you got a good collection of deck cards in no, your deck. No, I only got this much. That much for uh, the listeners. That's about an inch of cards he's displayed. <laughs> Okay, so uh, this sounds like a bit of a violent game. Is this one of the five games you're allowed to play that we decided on, right? Mm, but but we have to destroy the older powers to go down and below their heads like this much to jump. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You have to knock so, down the other king's castle, don't you? Yes, yeah, so we can so we get some blue crowns. Once we get three blue crowns, then we the win then we are the winner. We get <laughs> crown chests. Okay, so that's what's the game called again? Clash Royale. Royale, Clash Royale. Clash Royale, okay. And where did you find out about this game? I played that. I downloaded it. How did you find out about it though? How did you know to download it? I just one one day I just went on actually Lego Ninjago, but then I found. But who 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 told you about the game? Um, my classmate. Oh yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Mm, Anthony, to finish off, 
if you could play a game now, what would it be? So you mean from my imagination or any game in particular? Like an actual game that actually exists? Yeah, out there now that you're a bit, you know, into. There's probably a couple, actually. I mean, one one favourite one, I guess, is League of Legends. It's a good uh, 5v5 player versus player game. Uh, Ooh, I like that game. I actually enjoy Battlefield 4 is one of my old favourites, too. That's, uh, that's also my a good favorite. fun game. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's your favourite, too? Well, they're all your favourites, aren't they? But, uh, well, as you may or may not know, Anthony is a bit of a gamer, aren't you, Anthony? I am You're indeed. into gaming. I'm, I'm game for anything. You like fiddling the knobs as you said I did the other week. Okay, good I like stuff. Pushing buttons and fiddling with knobs. Let's move on. On a joypad. Are you ready, Anthony? Absolutely. Push the button. Let's move on to guess who. <laughs> We've got to remember. Great, so um, my favourite here, guess who? What we do is I give you some clues. And you have to think of who I'm talking about. Of course, the only thing I can tell you is it's a famous Chinese person. Okay? It's a famous Chinese person. Are you ready, Zach? Are you famous, Zach? Oh, it's not you then. Okay, let's get started. Anthony, I'm hoping you've never got one right so far that you can work <laughs> together with Zach and maybe he can help you out. So uh, let's start then. So this, uh, this person is a male. Okay? He's a man, and he's a Kung Fu master. Yeah, he's a Kung Fu master. He was born on June the 6th, 2008, where his original birth name was known as Little Lotus Shan. Now, since he was born, he's made over 631 million US dollars from various commercial sales. This guy and his team know how to make Sorry, money. Sorry, born on 2008, you said? Yes. Um, known to be thought of as the Dragon Warrior around the circuits. Yes, the Dragon Warrior. Now, he's friendly, kind, energetic, impulsive, good-natured, spunky, innocent, fun-loving, compassionate, smart, naive, lovable. And you know what, Zach? He never gives up. Yeah? Oh, I know that guy. Well, just hold on. Don't say it yet, because the listeners might not know it. So keep it in your head. Now, two quotes, famous quotes from this famous Chinese person. Ready? Your real strength comes from being your best you. That was one of the things he said. And the other one that everyone likes is, Your mind is like water, my friend. When it is agitated, it becomes difficult to see. But if you allow it to settle, the answer becomes clear. Warming up, raised in a small village until it was destroyed as part of a campaign to exterminate him and his fellow villagers. How terrible. On the command of his father, Li Shan, who stayed to defend the village, he fled with his mother in an attempt to save him. She managed to temporarily elude the invaders and found a crate of radishes in which she hid her son. She then sacrificed herself to lure the forces away from him. The crate was shipped across China to a village in the Valley of Peace, where he was found and raised by a simple man of admirable means. With no conscious memories of his past life, he grew up under the care of his adopted father and became a studious apprentice in the F&B trade. This is where his love for Kung Fu and the start of his incredible heroic journey then began. Now, don't say if you know it, but do you think you know the answer? Yes. Okay, very good. What we're going to do is we're going to come back to it later before we end the show. 
and you can give me your answer and we we'll see if we got it right. Anthony looks rather confused at this no, point. No, the, <laughs> the Valley of Peace just going, I was confused because you said 2008 and then you told me the uh, things that he said and I thought, that's a very clever nine-year-old. But I think I know. But now I'm guessing yeah. it's a fictional character, so I, hey, I think I'm there. There's nothing fictional about China Jedi, Anthony. <laughs> okay, so hope you got some of those clues, listeners. Let's move on to Dway Ba Dway. Because this is just the way it's meant to be. So, Dway Ba Dway, correct, not correct. I give you a very interesting or uninteresting fact, and you tell me if it's right or wrong, true or false. Okay, here's a good one for today, Anthony. A hippo can open its mouth wide enough to fit a four-foot-tall child inside. A hippo can open its mouth wide enough to fit a four-foot-tall child inside. So, uh, four foot. You know, four foot is about 122 centimetres. That means we could put you in a hippo's mouth sack. Mmm. Do you think that's true or false? Uh, anyway. The hippos are not really big. Hippos are not big. Hippos are pretty big. Uh, Did yeah. you know hippos are the most dangerous animals in Africa? Why? Yeah, that's true. There's actually. more hippo attacks in Africa than there are lion attacks. And shark attacks, I think, around the world as well, I read. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, hippos are dangerous. You want to be swimming one of those around. They've got oh. big mouths, right? They are pretty big. So how big are the mouths? There's not a lot of teeth, though. <laughs> big mouth with not so many teeth. God, I've seen hippo. I thought they had loads of teeth. Kind of square ones. Actually, I guess the ones that you can really see protruding, I'm probably thinking of those. Just the big ones that stick out. So, uh, can a hippo open its mouth to put you in? No. No? You no. think it's false? No, because otherwise when it opens its mouth, it's going to open, it's all going to open my mouth and put me in like this. Then you cannot bite me through, like so. You he'll just when he wants to put me inside his mouth, and he he'll put me inside his mouth like this. Okay, so you couldn't fit in a hippo's mouth. Could a hippo fit in your mouth? No. No. Okay. But so what we say? What we say? Four yeah. feet. Could then hippo open his mouth four feet? What? That's pretty big. That sounds a little bit too big to me. You think I could be tricking you? Yeah, it sounds a little bit too wide. I know hippos are quite large, but four feet, that's quite a... All the, no, 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 that, have... that, that's big. But it could be small. I mean, there are creatures like snakes. They can dislocate the jaws, can't they, to fit huge things in. I don't think a hippo can dislocate its jaws, but they don't have very large mouths. They just to let you know. Can they open it very wide? I still haven't got one of these right, OK. Let's Come on, Sam, I'm going to put it in your hands. What do you think? So a hippo can open its mouth really wide to four feet. What do you think? You think it's true or false? No. No? You're going to say false? Yeah. Okay. I'll go with Zach then. I'll say false. Are you sure? Sure. Okay. So, listeners, listening in here. A hippo can open its mouth wide enough to fit a four-foot, 122-centimetre-tall child inside. Mind True you, false. And is, that, is that child standing up or lying down? See, if the child was lying down, then they probably could fit them in their mouth. <laughs> oh, really, Anthony? I would have thought that would have been even more difficult. Look how big he's back. I mean, he's about four-foot, isn't he, Zach? So to fit him in... Anyway, we'll go with false, yeah? I meant if he was... 
horizontal yes, rather than yeah. vertical. I reckon that would be even more difficult. Well, I'm not saying he could fit all of him in his mouth, but he could at least, you know, give a good chomp down on him. You'd make, well, a, you'd make a tasty meal, wouldn't you, Zach? We certainly won't be testing it today. Um, okay, so the answer to this interesting fact is it's actually true. Oh, Zach. It's true again, and uh, Chris goes into a free meal lead. <laughs> what, what? Were my way? No, we no, were wrong. We were wrong. Never mind. So just remember, if you see a hippo... It can put you in its mouth. Mm, don't stand near its mouth. No, indeed not. See? Very educational podcast. Possibly this. don't stand near its bottom either. Possibly not either. Um, Anthony. Zach. It's China Jedi topic time. You got it Okay, so the question for this week that we're going to discuss, of course always Chinese related, is something that I think, uh, Anthony, both yourself and Zach, will have an interesting interest in. Okay. So the question is, is the Monkey King an actual superhero? Is the Monkey King an actual superhero? Can he be classed as a superhero? Yeah, can he be classed Ooh. as a superhero? Now, look, we'll give you the stage here, Zach. What do you think? Monkey King, you like Monkey King, right? No, I watched that before... Got monkey helpers, yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be a good idea to tell the listeners, in case they don't know about Monkey King, who he is. Can you tell them who Monkey King is? Oh, okay. He's an actual monkey, but he's 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 like really he's pretty crazy, you know. He's a bit naughty, isn't he? But, but he's, he's also very clever. He's also really crazy. He's crazy, like trickster. He's a cheeky monkey. No, he's like a wiggler. He's like, oh, I'm not going to my tree. Dee, dee, dee. Oh, no, I'm falling down. <laughs> he's like that. What, what's, what powers does Monkey King have? He only has a stick that can, that goes small. Mm-hmm. When it goes small, he has to put it inside his ear. Or it can go really big, can't it, his staff. But he's got other powers as well. What else can he do? The only power... Special power he has is his monkey helpers, he thinks. Well, I don't know. He's got some other powers too. He can change into anything, can't he? No, he can't. Yeah, he can. No. Yeah, Monkey King can shapeshift. He can turn into other things. And and he can fly. He's got his magic cloud. Yes. Let me me fill this in a bit here. What's his name in Chinese? There's a famous name. They wouldn't understand, would they? If you go up and say Monkey King, probably to a lot of people in China. What's his Chinese name? Sun Wukong. Sun Wukong. Okay. Sun Wukong. Oh, you said it wrong, Anthony. No, you said it wrong. (laughs) Who said it wrong, Anthony or me? Anthony. There you go. (laughs) Are you sure? You're telling me your dad speaks better Chinese than me. Okay, you have to... We have to teach him a lesson. Me? Teach me a lesson? Yes, you point at him like that. Okay, what's the word there? How do you say it in Chinese? Repeat after me. Okay. Su. Su. Wu. Kong. Kong. Su Wu Kong. No, not Kong. Kong. Say it again. Su Wu Kong. Su Wu Kong. Oh, we got a little bit of a smile. That was close enough, wasn't it?
also known as the Monkey King, is a mythological figure who features in a body of legends. It can be traced back to the period of the Song Dynasty, Anthony. He appears as a main character in the 16th century Chinese classical novel... Journey to the West. Journey to the West, which Anthony has paperback, hardback and audiobooks of, don't you? <laughs> um, Sun Wukong is also found in many later stories and adaptation, adaptations. In the novel, he is a monkey born from a... Stone, who acquires supernatural powers through Taoist practices. After rebelling against heaven and being imprisoned under a mountain by the... From Buddha, wasn't it? Absolutely right. He later accompanies the monk... Uh, I know Tripitaka, I forget the, yeah, I name forget the, the Chinese name. Can you, what's the monk's name? Can you remember in Chinese? Xuanzang. Xuanzang. I think, look, this is what he has to do. There's also some bad guys in Chinese. you want me to show you what they are? You can tell us okay. what they are. Go on then. It's the master's name is called Sag. Sag? No, it's called like the Indian Chia. spinach dish. Sag. Sagaloo. Sagaloo. <laughs> no. Well, the guy, the guy, the monk, Xuanzan, accompanies the monkey king on a journey to retrieve the Buddhist sutras from India. That's what basically the story is based on. So he goes on an adventure, doesn't he? And they have all sorts of adventures along the way, don't they? Lots of crazy things happening. Yes. And, and he makes some friends, doesn't he? Yes, and, and he, but on the way, he goes inside a forest that he meets all the bad guys, right? Mm. A bit like Lord of the Rings kind of script, isn't it? Adventure, searching for stuff. Similar, Not a ring, but a, some books. You know, he, he has immense strength, apparently. He's able to lift his 13,500 gins, that's 7,960 uh, 7, kilograms, um, with his staff, with ease. Yeah. He's also extremely fast. He's able to travel 108,000 li, that's 21,675 kilometers, in one somersault. <laughs> that's pretty powerful. Remember, we're talking about superhero stuff here. Is that a new uh, measurement? What, the uh, uh, somersault measurement? Well, you can imagine you're going down the highway, can't you, in your car, and your mum rings you up and says, are you nearly, are you nearly home, dear? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm just doing 70 somersaults an hour down, down the highway. 40 somersaults away, yeah. <laughs> but if you, if you want to know what the bad guys' names in Chinese that we only know two, of course, you have to come to my friend's house. Oh, yeah, well, okay. your friend. Is your friend very knowledgeable in <laughs> Monkey King? What's your friend called? James and Justin. James and Justin. James and Justin, if you're listening to this, Zach's coming to your house with some people to talk about Su Wukong. <laughs> okay, now check this out. Apparently, he has 72 transformations. Oh, I know that. I'm sure you did. You denied it when I said it earlier. Which allows him to transform into various animals, that's very true, Anthony, and objects. However, he's troubled in transforming into other forms due to the accompanying incomplete transformation of his tail. There you go. And transform his tail. He's a skilled fighter, capable of holding his own against the best warriors of heaven. Each of his hairs possesses magical properties, capable of being transformed into clones of the Monkey King himself, like a hologram. Yeah. Yeah. This is good stuff, Anthony. I think I might have to watch some more of this. 
Various weapons, animals and other objects. He knows spells to command wind, part water, Moses, conjure protective circles against demons and freeze humans, demons and gods alike. What's his best power? What do you think is, what's your favourite power that he has, Zach? The power of silence? <laughs> silence, but the, but the bad guys won't just listen to him because they, because, because, uh, the Monkey King's not the bad guy's master. Right. Only the master, when the master says silence, they will silence. <laughs> and when they, and they, when their master says freeze, they will freeze. Ooh. Okay. But which, which is, uh, what, all the things that Monkey King can do, what's your favourite? Ice. The ice? Yeah? When he makes ice? So he can just make, so he can just make, People My favourite power of his is his Kung Fu and the way he uses his magic staff. Yeah, you know what? Well, well, mm -hmm. but, but the Monkey King's really lazy. Do you know why? Because he, only he used to do stuff when he was a baby, but when he grew up, he had some monkey helpers. When he grew up, he had monkey helpers. Yeah. Yes, and he just sat there. Then sat there. He sat sat on his palace palace stone chair and yeah. doing nothing. But all of his monkey helpers did everything. Oh, that's a good delegation. Yeah. No, it's not. That is lazy, isn't it? So you mustn't get all your monkey helpers to do all the work. You should do an equal share of the work. Is that right, Zach? Good boy, that's a good philosophy. Well, that's true, but he did do something to get all those powers, I guess. Now, the power of freezing is an admirable one, but down here in the south of China, I don't think it would be very good. Wow. We've got a lot of sun, haven't we? What happens when sun goes onto ice? Melts. It melts. Yeah, it melts indeed. So, um, okay, interesting stuff. Um, so he is one of the most enduring Chinese literary characters, yeah? Everyone likes a bit of, um, a bit of the monkey king. But the question was, Zach... Can you call him a superhero? What do you think? Because what other so what other superheroes do you know? I know Quicksilver. Quicksilver, okay. Who's on your Who's on your T-shirt? Spider Man. Spider Man, okay. And you just said Batman. So there are other superheroes, right? No. So is, I know a lot of them. So is Monkey King a superhero? No, he's not. No? Oh, that's interesting. I want to come out with the definition of a superhero here, because I oh, think that's okay. what we can use as a framework to make this answer. Is there a definition of the superhero? Well, I asked our researchers to do some researching around. Okay. So here's a definition, a simple one of a superhero. A fictional hero having extraordinary or superhuman powers, also an exceptionally skillful or successful person. Well, under that definition, then he's definitely a superhero. Because? Well, he's got powers, hasn't he? He's definitely got he's powers. He's very, very, very skilled. Super skilled in Kung Fu. Extraordinarily. And absolutely, yeah. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. And successful? Well, I, I guess he completed his journey, so... He found the ring? I'd call that a success. I mean, the sutra. So... Sutras. Well, that I, I would suggest... I think you're on the right lines here. I would say he's a superhero. But that... Quite possibly the original superhero. On the first journey, he had no monkey helpers. 
He just had to go by himself till he found the ring. So he found the ring, yeah? Yes. The ring? Yes. The ring? Mm. There is a ring in it then. Is there a ring in there as well? Mm, so I forget. He has to go inside. It's been so long. And he saw a hole inside a tree, so just climbed in. And he found this golden ruby on a, on a ring, so he just wore it and he just... Wore it, yeah. He saw... He's just thought something weird on it. What did it do when he put the ring on? He just, he just, his head just got gone inside his brain, just gone apart. And he, all the monsters he, he killed inside his head turned into good guys for so long. Okay. Because they were inside his head. So it's a good, a good so ring. So when they come, so when they came out, they are old monkey helpers, that's how he got the monkey helpers. You like your monkey helpers, don't you? Uh, Anthony, I could see uh, The Journey to the West being a newly done movie, yeah? I think it would work. Uh, they, have, they have. Oh, they, they have got the... Yeah, the Chinese made a couple in 3D. The first one was really good. Had some big Chinese names in it. Okay, so it was actually good, good CGI and... Oh, yeah, really good. And the 3D effects were really well done as well. So... I might have to download <coughs> that one, yeah. I've got it at home actually. You can, oh. I've got it. You can watch it in three D on my projector. It's good Ooh. fun. Project that out. So um, okay, so I think we're going with uh, Monkey King. Su Wukong is a superhero, yeah. I would say so. I can't. I, I don't think we should give uh, DC and Marvel comics, you know, yeah. monopoly on superheroes. You know, <laughs> Hanuman, Hanuman from India, right? I think he could quite possibly be the very first superhero. That's an interesting point. One thing I would like to put in: Spider Man. Does he? Extraordinary powers. He only has a web. His enemy, he really, you know, his hates enemy and he really hates to fight. The rest, the well, to, actually, like in the original comics, the, the, the web isn't his power. He makes a little yeah, machine to yeah. shoot webs, but he's very strong and he can climb. So He's got spider sense as well, hasn't he? Spider senses too, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a superhero. Okay, I want to put this out here because I've had a lot of debates about this and people disagree with me on this. About Spider-Man? Not Spider-Man. Oh. I think Peter Pan is a superhero. <laughs> and the reason I think he is is because one, he flies, okay? Two, he has a weapon. Admittedly, it's a small dagger. And three, he's pretty skilled with it. He's pretty skilled, and he's pretty. He's got a like. He's got a nice character. Trick, tricks the kind of monkey king kind of character to him, yeah. So, what do you reckon? Is super? Is is um? Peter Pan a, a superhero. superhero? A superhero. Well, he's a kid, though, indeed. But do you think he's a superhero? <laughs> yes or no? No. Hmm. Anthony. Well, I guess if you. If you look at the definition of superhero, I guess you kind of could class him as one, but it, it seems a little lame. <laughs> oh, he defeats the baddies. He doesn't necessarily kill them, but who needs to? Captain Hook. Captain Hook, Mr. Schmoo. And um, he saves uh, Tinkerbell, or is it Tinkerbell saves him? He saves Wendy and the kids from the Indians. Wow. Doesn't he? The Indians are not bad. Yeah, but he still has to, you know, they were about to burn them, weren't they? Anyway, I think Peter Pan, and I hope I have some agreed listeners out there, should be a superhero. Why do they all have to be big and muscly and uh, strong and uh, all these kind of things? It's kind of the... The, um... the norm. Are you a superhero, Zach? No. No. Hey, is your dad a superhero? No. 
Great. <laughs> okay, I think that brings us to the end of China Jedi topic time. Hey, it's time to learn some Chinese. Jingle jangle Jongwen, people. I wanted to make it real simple. Okay, so jingle jangle Jongwen, we're going to learn a bit of Chinese. Now, uh, I've been told, well, I actually know, I've been told, I actually know, that Zach is actually pretty good at speaking Putonghua. Isn't that right, Zach? Yes. Can you speak Chinese? He's for the listeners. He's nodding. He's he's nodding away. Do you like uh, Do you like to speak Chinese? Do you speak Chinese every day? He's nodding again. Okay. <laughs> you might need to speak Zach. So people can hear you. As it as it is a podcast, we will need to have to speak. Yeah, we'll. Um... Yeah, yeah, you can't, we'll you can't use sign language on a podcast. So. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Anthony, people are going to be writing in saying, hey, this is child uh, extortion, keeping someone on here for more than half an hour. Well, after <laughs> the podcast, you're going to put him back in the sweatshop, right? <laughs> put him back in the cage. Send him back to work. Put him back to work, yeah. So, okay, we're going to learn a little bit of Chinese um, today. And, um, Anthony, have you heard of this? We'll learn it, Zach. Do you know, and don't tell anyone if you do at the moment, what... Qing an jing means. Qing an jing. Okay, you know what it means. So this is a, a, a word that you would use in a situation where everything's getting a little bit too loud. Yeah, and you just want want the you know the noise to just go down, which can happen a lot, can't it? Please, Actually, please be quiet. Right? Construction work and things like this. So Qing an jing means. Mate. Please may you be quiet. Yeah, please may you be quiet. Please, please be quiet. So we've got the uh, we've got um, the third tone, ching, okay, ching, which means please, yeah, because it's nice to say please at the beginning of um, our sentences. And uh, then you've got first tone and fourth tone for an jing, an jing, ching an jing, yeah, and an jing means quiet. So literally, it's please quiet, which of course would be to us, please be quiet. So, um... Yeah, it's not a lot of uh, prepositions. No. In Chinese language. Hey, straight in. Fast food language. Exactly. Straight to the point. Straight to the point. Please, quiet. Exactly. So, let's, let's go over that one more time. This is a nice way to say it. Please, quiet. <laughs> Qing an jing. Jack, can you say it, please? Ching and jing. Okay, very good. Now, there's another way of saying this, a little bit of a ruder way. Um, Zach, could you give us the Chinese for the ruder way? I'm sure you know the rude way to tell someone to be quiet. Beadsway. Yeah, beadsway. Beadsway, yes. Bit How do you like, know that? Shut up. Now, beadsway, of course, means... Shut up. Yeah, literally, you've got your B fourth tone, which is close, in this case, and then you've got zui, which means... What's that? Mouth. Yes. Closed mouth. Zui. Closed <laughs> mouth. So if you want to be horrible, it's bi zui. If you want to be nice, it's qing an jing. Yeah? Absolutely. You liking that? There we go. Covered all angles now. I hope no one's saying that when they're listening to the podcast, though, Anthony. Yes. That wouldn't be good, would it? What Zach, that? why? What people telling us to shut up? That means they're not enjoying our podcast. Exactly. Oh dear. I don't want that, do we? It's sifish, wouldn't it? That. Then we have to kill them. Oh my oh, goodness! Fish. That would be very Sith Lordish. <laughs> it would be very Sith Lordish. I don't think so. All all they have to do is press the stop button, yes. and then we're gone. Yeah, no killing. We 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 don't don't killing. No. Um, okay. So, any other things you'd like to say about Chinese language, Zach? Um, who taught you Chinese? 
was born in China, so a long time ago, I... In a faraway world. I learned how to speak Chinese. Do you speak it at school? No, I can't. Why not? Because I'm going to have to stand against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have to stand against the wall if you speak Chinese. Mm. Why is that? Because otherwise we're not... Otherwise our friends will speak Chinese back to us and the teachers doesn't want us. Ah, uh, yeah, because it's an international school, isn't it? Well, I tell you what, listeners, that's a debate for another podcast. <laughs> um, Being banned from speaking Chinese in China. Yes, exactly. Uh, I won't tell you my feelings on Is that. Is it China, though? Is it China, outside? It's China. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let, let's move on. Um, Zach, you keep learning Chinese. It's a fantastic language. And um, when you want to speak it, you speak it. Um, but I'm scared to stand against the wall. Yeah, well, well it I, might be best to listen to your teacher. Yes, I think As you're in an international school, I think it's because you get to speak lots of Chinese outside, right? So when you're in school, it's English only. You know, Zach, we have to find in life win-win situations. Eh? We have to balance things out. And don't worry, we will work on a solution. There's always a solution to these things. Jingle jangle Zhongguo, uh, please don't be quiet. Let's move on to the great joke of Zhongguo. It's joke time. So then, um, got a bit of a joke for you today, Zach. There you go, my favourite part of the show. Anthony's favourite part of the it's show. Make you laugh, Zach. Are you ready for it? Okay, listen carefully. A panda walks into a restaurant, sits down, and orders a sandwich. Panda walks into a restaurant. He eats the sandwich, pulls out a gun, and shoots the waiter dead. Oh my goodness. Hey, this is a... That's not a very nice panda. As the panda stands up to go, the manager of the restaurant shouts, Hey, where are you going? You just shot my waiter and you didn't pay for your sandwich. Yeah. The panda yells back at the manager, Hey man, I'm a panda. Look it up. I'm a panda, look it up. The manager opens his dictionary and sees the following definition for panda. A tree-dwelling marsupial of Asian origin, characterised by distinct black and white colouring, eats, shoots and leaves. Oh, I know. <laughs> Can we tell you who did this? Well, well, that was a joke, but there could be some interesting little subconscious tricks that I'm trying to play here. They'll play on words. Yeah, they'll play he on eats, words in this. shoots and leaves. Do you know what that means? Do you know what shoots and leaves are? I know. What are they? You have to shoot. Once you eat, it's like this. Once you eat, if I eat a whole loaf of Eight. bread this big and say my mouth at once, <laughs> and I just grab, grab a, a electric gun and shot someone and say that I, all of them, not, then no problem. I just leave them with... About no paying money, I can go free. Yeah, see, no problem, there you go. From the words of a, what, sorry, four-year-old? Once again. You know, it's easy, you eat your sandwich, shoot everyone, We forgot, and then you don't have to pay. Just leave, no problem. He's a panda. There we go. I think we forgot to tell everyone how old he is. I think we did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's four years of age. So maybe too many computer games, eh? Yeah, these guns. But yes, shoots and leaves, of course, are the green things off plants. 
um, shoots and leaves. That's why it's a joke, you see, Zach. See, the other meaning is the shoots and leaves of a plant. Hey, Anthony, these four. Let's move on. Um, Jedi, Sith of the Week. Oh, we chat, wait, shim, we chat, wait, shim, we chat, wait, shim, me. Yes, Jedi Sith of the Week. You give me someone good in your life that's happened, that you've come across in this past week. You give me someone bad that's uh, pissed you off. Um, okay, let's uh, let's start with you, Anthony, I think, first. So maybe Zach can well, understand I like to Well, I like to start with the Sith and end with the positive, right? So... You just like to start with the back, don't you? Yeah, start with the bad news and with the good. Well, okay, my Sith of the Week, that's, that this involves a, a small story. Oh, so I was driving across town, not sorry, I was in a taxi being driven across town. And your chauffeur. <laughs> across the other side of town, going down a kind of a, a rather largish road, not quite a highway, but quite a, a wide road, you know, so the, the flow of traffic should be pretty good. Until eventually we got to a, a large traffic jam. You know, no strange thing in a city, right, Zach? You know, you have a traffic jam, it's a city, this is a normal thing. So I'm sat in the traffic jam. Ten minutes pass, getting a little bit itchy feet, getting a bit bored. Doesn't doesn't move. So I'm waiting for you know nearly an hour in this traffic jam, and the, literally the traffic doesn't move at all. And I'm starting getting a little bit impatient. So I thought, well, I need to go and check out what's going on. So I walked probably a mile down the road, and there was a slip road coming off the main road, and there in the slip road was a truck. <laughs> pulled over on the side of the road, blocking all the traffic. Just sat there, not moving. So all the traffic built up behind this truck and moved, carried on for a, a mile it was down a queue, the highway. Yeah. There's a queue. Yeah, a long queue of traffic that just was not moving. So I, I walk up to this truck. I wondering, hope you didn't do what you said you do with queues. <laughs> jump in. Physically move them out of the way. <laughs> yeah, pick it up. No, it was a truck, so yeah, I couldn't pick it up. So I, so, well, I, I went to see you know, what was going on with this truck. And so this this truck driver was asleep, asleep in his truck, and wasn't moving. So everyone behind him was like not moving. So it was, it was amazing. Like you know, this truck driver didn't move. But the crazy thing was, no Sleeping one, sick. Every, everyone behind didn't say anything. No one went and woke him up. Everyone just sat there patiently with no one moving, and it was bizarre to me. So I got rather agitated with this driver, banged on his cab and said, wake up and move. So you might be thinking to yourself, the truck driver was the Sith of the week. No. Oh, he was not the Sith. So then having moved him along, I then look across the road and sat there with his motorbike propped up on its um, stand was the, uh, a motorcycle policeman. Uh, sorry, a traffic cop, a traffic policeman. Smoking a cigarette. Right next to Doing this. nothing. Next to the sleeping <laughs> you know, Just watching this mayhem, you know, watching the sleeping truck driver backing up a huge traffic jam, just smoking a cigarette, doing nothing. So that, that oh. policeman is my sip of the week. Yeah, you'd think he'd be uh, trying to um, stop situations like that, wouldn't you? Being a traffic cop, you know, he'd have thought his job might be to move traffic along, but no, his cigarette was more important. So he's, he's my Sith of the week. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> I, hate, I wouldn't like to be a traffic cop here. Anyway, okay, Anthony, there, there you go. You got that one, Zach? Sith of the week was the policeman. Um, I'm Not sure he's a very nice chap. Um, and your Jedi. I'm going to go with my father this week. Oh, keep it in the family. Yeah, he... Uh, Poor old guy. He's uh, nearly seventy. Um, 
Poor old guy after having you, I'm sure. Well, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but why he's put up for with me for his whole life, that makes him a Jedi as far as I'm concerned. But no, he's uh, he's having a knee replacement op. He had okay. one he had one yesterday because his knees being his cartilage. He played a lot of rugby when he was younger and his uh, cartilage has been worn down. He's got a bit of um, arthritis built up in the knee. It's like a titanium, whole titanium knee. God, yeah, even more. It's titanium is just one of the names in the, in the joint. Okay. There's got all sorts of crazy names now. I can't oh. remember what it is. Yeah, he just had a a knee replacement, and I think I called him yesterday, and he's doing well. But, so he's my Jedi of the week. Good old dad. Good stuff. Don't get on your knees, dad. So yeah, good luck to you, dad. I yeah. Hope, you, hope you're getting well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, of course, we've had uh, knee operations, uh, but not a full knee replacement. But I've heard they're quite good these days. Well, ACL, I did. So yeah, I've heard they're quite good these days. These knees from my uh, jujitsu. Yes, yeah, those oh, are the days, eh? Long my, gone now, huh? My knee bent the wrong way. The old white belt still hung up on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that you do um, taekwondo, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Where's really. taekwondo from? Is that is that Chinese? The Japanese. No, Ooh. no, no. Korean, isn't it? Korean, yeah. Ah, so, uh, okay, that's your Jedi set for the week. Uh, Zach, um, Jedi set for the week. Who, who's your Jedi? Who's your best person this week? Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker's your Jedi, no, okay. You and what about your set <laughs> for the week? You're someone who's been really annoying this week for you that you Darth, haven't liked. Darth Vader. Darth Vader, okay. <laughs> Stick with the Star Wars stream. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, my one. My um, Jedi, I like to start with positives, is my next door neighbour. Okay, why is that then? Cliff! Well, do you remember, no, not Mr Cliff, uh, Chinese lady next door, because we came back before we had our party here, and Mummy forgot her keys. She left the keys in the house, didn't she? So we couldn't get in. So what did Daddy have to do? I had to go up to the, the, the window, the neighbour, go into her house, and luckily I remembered I left the bathroom door open. You uh, climbed over? I climbed over the walls. The and for the listeners, you're on what, the eighth floor, which is quite hey, high. Anthony, if I didn't do it, we wouldn't have been able to have the party. Yeah? Your dad sounds like Monkey King. I, had, I got some superpowers on that time. So I'd like to thank her for allowing me to come into her house and climb out her window across the wall and into... And demonstrate um, to your neighbour how she can burgle your home. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Um, anyway, thank you very much to her. I cannot remember her name. We'll go with Mrs Wang. Um, <laughs> next, my Sif. We went to McCadden. We took Grandma and we went to the, to the park, yeah, Panda Park. And on the way, we took a taxi on the way back to the... Um, uh, hunching border and what did the the bus driver do he drove straight through the hunching border and didn't stop and as we haven't been to Macau a lot and I was talking to you or something we missed the stop and therefore had to get off at the next stop and had to walk all the way back which wasn't particularly enduringly nice and his attitude was a little bit <laughs> so I have to say that a lot of taxi drivers in Macau and that compared to the mainland China are pretty moody um, you know, in Macau, yeah, mean. personalities not too hot. It's a little bit say. different, yeah. It's strange. Very different here. Less, less patience here, maybe, but yeah. friendlier. Friendlier here in the mainland, yeah. Though mm, I mm. always have good conversations with most taxi drivers here, but yeah. over there, it's um, <laughs> you'll give me five more dollar. Too many people in your car. Big bag. Anyway, that's the set of the week. Um, CJ plug.
you enjoy listening to the China Jedi podcast and want to get involved, either by asking a question, expressing your opinion, good or bad, light or dark, or even appearing as a special guest, then get in touch by emailing our team at info at chinajedi.com. That's info at chinajedi.com. May the smile be with you. So let's finish this podcast with some plugs of the week. Um, let's go with uh, you, Anthony, first. Anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, again, the you were saying keep it in the family. I'm going to plug my sister today. That sounds a little bit weird. That does actually, doesn't it? No, I've said it. <laughs> came you out in, plug your came out, All right. So giggling schoolgirl. Would only come out in your dad's mind. You know that. Giggling schoolgirls crazy. plugging your, your sister. Okay, so plug away. She is uh, a certified scuba diving instructor and also underwater photographer. Very, very talented in both. Okay, yes, um, yeah. She uh, lives in Bali in Indonesia at the moment. Uh, but she has her own website where people can go and uh, see her underwater photography. And um, she's been published in, you know, a couple of uh, diving magazines and what have you. So, yeah, really amazing photographers. Her, her and her Mexican husband. So, uh, different name to me, obviously, because she's married. Different family name now. Her name is Debbie Ariaga. Debbie Ariaga. So, if uh, the listeners would like to go and see some really cool underwater photography, you can go to www.debbieariaga.com, which is D-E-B-B-I-E-A-R-R-I-A-G-A. DebbieAriaga.com. I tell you, that's a quick, simple one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you might have to play that back again if you want me. I'm not going to ask you to repeat it. No. Um, okay, thank you very much. Marvellous. I look forward to seeing some of this. Yeah, have a look. It's really cool. In fact, I'm looking forward to getting invited to Bali, more to the point, to see it really in the uh, in the actual, um, under the sea. I'd love to go there. You did that last uh, summer, Anthony. It sounds fantastic. Have they got an extra bedroom? They do for me, not for you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just about how many bedrooms they have in the villa. Actually, I have to ask her. They got too many. You don't know. Quite possibly. Mm. Okay, my plug. I think it's got to be the panda park that we went to in Macau, hasn't it? My plug. Hang on, hang on. The panda park. Let me just tell the listeners. So lovely. They have about f- two adult pandas and about four babies. It's in Kolowan. Is it a nice enclosure though? Is it? Well, that's they, a that's a debate for another time. Yeah, but the, the point is, um, it's a, it's a lovely little park, and in the park, um, it, it costs about ten uh, pats. So, yeah, you know, it's a really good price, and you get to walk around this playground for the kids, and you can um, eat and drink, and there's some mountain walks as well, and they have some animals, and they've got monkeys and butterflies, ostriches. I have to say, some of the areas that they're in, I did feel a little bit sad. Okay. Um, but the pandas... Um, but a very cool place to walk around. If you're around in Kolowan and you want to do something different in Macau and you've got kids, I would say it's an exceptionally never, never good idea. There. I would go back. Okay. Yeah, I would go back. Um, to go across all of that work. Did you like it, Zach? Was it a cool place? Nah, I don't like it. Oh, really? Why not? Let's go. Border... Border, and then <laughs> Okay, so you didn't really like the joint. The borders was were, were not fun. But what about the actual panda park, though? Was it fun there? No. Oh. Why not? Because <laughs> I didn't get to see many pandas as I could. 
inside of the bush. So you didn't see any pandas in the panda park? No. Oh dear. Well, you saw a few. What do they eat, pandas? Bamboo. Bamboo, don't they? Shoots and leaves. Shoots and leaves, absolutely. What shoots and leaves? <laughs> I thought you were a teacher, Anthony. Um, okay, let's uh, let's get on. Do you remember the guess who? I gave you some um, some clues, and you have to guess who this famous Chinese person is. Let's go over the answer. We've got to remember. So then, at the beginning, I gave you some uh, little possibilities and described this person a bit about his character and things like this. Can I ask, do you actually know who it is before we go further? Don't tell me, do you, do you know who it is? Yes. Okay, Anthony, you got to go so, Okay, yes. so you don't want any more clues? Can I, can no, I? No, give us a clue anyway. Good That's for the clue. listeners, yeah. why not? Just in case you, um, yeah. you didn't get it. Okay, so this person's favourite song is Kung Fu Fighting. Yep. He's probably the biggest fan of Kung Fu around and was unexpectedly chosen to fulfill an ancient prophecy. His dreams became reality when he joined the world of Kung Fu and studied alongside his idols, the legendary Furious Five. Tigress, Crane, Mantis, Viper and Monkey under the leadership of their guru, Master... Before they knew it, the vengeful and treacherous snow leopard Tai Lung headed their way. He amazingly managed to defend everyone from the oncoming threat. He put his heart and his girth into becoming a Kung Fu master. And this unlikely hero ultimately found, ladies and gentlemen, that his greatest weaknesses turned out to be his greatest strengths. Zachariah, who is the guess who of the week? Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, Zach. Anthony, you still look like you're scratching your head. No, no, I got it. I knew this one. Daddy, we're going to see on your paper what it says. Paper? We don't have paper in the China Jedi studio. I'm, I'm, I'm finally proud that I got one right, the clue that was there for a four-year-old. <laughs> Very good, Anthony. You snatched one back from the jaws <laughs> of defeat. I must say, though, I always find it kind of funny. The play on words, Master Shifu. I think it's, it's kind of... It's, it sounds good as a Westerner because most people don't know what Shifu means, but in yes. Chinese, what's, what's Shifu? What's Shifu mean? Master. So, master. Yeah. So he's but, master, master. But, <laughs> Daddy, master, master, yes. But there's only... There's uh, three masters of a lemon power. Okay. There's either Master Sh- Shifu. I know when I see Master Shifu, it sounds a little bit like seafood. Oh, yeah, Master. Seafood. Master Seafood. Master <laughs> Seafood. But it's also Master Croc. Okay, Master Croc. Okay. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? Good guy, but actually, for the. Okay, well, anyway, from uh, Master Seafood to Master Croc is and Shifu, is, is Kung Fu Panda a superhero? Wait, so. just let me see the magazine. There's Queen Manta. I, I would say Kung Fu Panda has to be. Uh, oh, that's a tough one. I possibly wouldn't. I know, no, I wouldn't. He's a bit lazy, though. He just wants <laughs> well. to fight. When he fights, he just wants to hit a rabbit. Okay, well, let's end on rabbit. Um, Everyone, thank you very much for coming in today, my lovely son, Zachariah. Um, Anthony, as always, thank you for coming in too. We finish with the last Emperor's song, which today is going to be from a band known as the Mighty Orphans. 
um, again, who played with us at the Magic Island Music Festival. Um, Ed and Eric, this is from their album, and the song is called Just Chill. Fantastic rappers, these guys. They write all their stuff. As always, the Last Emperor song is always highly original. So the Mighty Orphans, have a great week, everybody. This is China Jedi. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That we really know what we're talking about I know it sounds like nonsense And it probably is But it's not like we're writing this down In front of your kids Oh shit Just chill We're mentally ill And just feel Feel good Really, really good Come on I feel the ecstasy enter me steadily They took away my energy And now I'm searching for the remedy But a steady mix of everything's next best recipe We can ingest and let the mind fly free They gave us an ultimatum to surrender at dusk And then the cops came in and placed us under arrest And I didn't make a fuss, I just threw on a vest Boarded a plane and escaped the west I sit here committing thought crimes And that's where I'll take you with my rhymes The time I would've bought mine But I'm fine and I'm living in China Asia major dating minors And feeling finer than I ever have in my whole life Why would I leave right now? I haven't met my future wife And the strife that would be caused puts me out of my mind And you'll find me as a corpse on seashores or skylines And find it Find no doubt and realize that we know what we're talking about. I know it sounds like nonsense, it probably is, but it's not like we're writing this down for your kids. So shit, just chill. We're mentally ill and just feel real good. Really, really good. Come on. That we know what we're talking about I know it sounds like nonsense It probably is But it's not like we're writing this down For your kids So shit Just chill We're mentally ill And just feel real good Really, really good Come on for listening to the China Jedi podcast, shining humor, love and light on Chinese life. May the smile be with you.